This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Not every startup collapse is an FTX or Theranos. They don't all burn so brightly and explode so spectacularly. More often than not, there won't be some high-profile court case and prison time. Amanda Seyfried isn't going to play you in the made-for-Hulu movie. The story of most startup failures is far less exciting. The timing isn't right, funding dries up, runways run out. Of late, a lot of macroeconomic factors have come into play as well. These past few years have been especially brutal for startup land. According to a recent PitchBook survey, approximately 3,200 private venture-backed U.S. companies have gone out of business this year. So, before we move on and into the new year, let's take a moment to remember some of the startups that didn't make it. Braid, founded in 2019. In October, Braid, a four-year-old startup that aimed to make shared wallets more mainstream among consumers, announced it had shut down. Founded in January 2019 by Amanda Payton and Todd Berman, who left in 2020, San Francisco-based Braid set out to offer friends and family an FDIC-insured multi-user account that was designed to make it easy to pool, manage, and spend money together. Braid raised a total of $10 million in funding over multiple rounds from Index Ventures, Excel, and others. What was refreshing about this closure was Peyton's candor about what led to Braid's demise. In a blog post, Peyton said that Braid had closed its doors in September and outlined her experiences and mistakes in building the company, ultimately realizing that it wasn't going to be a viable business venture. An estimated 91% of startups fail. If more founders shared their experience like Peyton did so others could learn from them, maybe that number would go down. Cloud Nordic, founded in 2007. Cloud Nordic might not be a household name, but a destructive ransomware attack on its system propelled the company into the limelight and its ultimate demise. The Danish cloud host provider shut down this year after close to two decades of operation following a ransomware attack that wiped out the company's systems and destroyed all of its customers' data. The company said it didn't have the money to pay the hackers, and wouldn't even if it did. With no options left, the company closed its doors. 
Convoy, founded in 2015. The digital freight broker abruptly closed in October 2023, just eight months after the Seattle-based company raised $260 million in fresh funding that pushed its valuation to $3.8 billion. Convoy, founded by former Amazon and Google exec CEO Dan Lewis and CTO Grant Goodale, will live on, sort of. Supply chain logistics platform Flexport acquired the assets of the shuttered digital freight network with plans to restore Convoy's trucking logistics services for customers. Flexport didn't acquire the business or any of its liabilities, but its CEO said it did plan to retain a small group of team members from their core product and engineering team. Daylight, founded in 2020. In May 2023, Daylight, an LGBTQ banking platform that had raised $20 million in funding, announced it would be shutting down and ceasing operations on June 30th. The announcement came months after NY Magazine published an explosive feature on the neobank. The article honed in on Daylight, whose seed and Series A fundraises TechCrunch had covered. NY Mag's piece detailed a lawsuit brought on by three former employees as well as alleged fabrications and inappropriate behavior on the part of co-founder and CEO Rob Curtis. In a blog published in May, Curtis said he felt like now is the right time to exit this market. We heard in October that the suits had been dismissed by a federal court and that daylight was acquired, but Curtis declined to comment further when we reached out. It was a disappointing outcome, but one that highlighted the challenges of neobanks that target specific demographics. At the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic, we saw a flurry of such startups raising money, but since then, things have been relatively quiet. Part of the challenge is providing differentiated services that are actually unique to a certain community. Since Daylight's closure, Curtis has moved on to a tequila-related venture. And finally... Fuzzy, founded in 2016. Some startups die long, protracted deaths. Not Fuzzy. The pet care telehealth startup was here one day and gone the next. In February, the firm was reportedly hyping its growth on internal Zoom calls. Within months, the company had closed up shop. Fuzzy's site was taken down without any warning issued to customers. From the sound of things, even some top execs were left wondering precisely what had happened to the startup. That certainly hasn't stopped the competition from attempting to capitalize on Fuzzy's demise. That's all for today. I'm Imran Sheikh, and for more from TechCrunch, go to TechCrunch.com. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.